Usually, let's begin with that timeless question. Uh, in fact, the mother of all questions. What is enlightenment? And uh, how does one get it? And can you help us get it? Why do you call that mother of all questions? We have all for centuries been brainwashed to believe that there is such a thing as enlightenment. And I question to attain, achieve that for 49 years and I got nowhere. And nobody helped me. And no encounter with anybody who claimed that he was an enlightened man never helped me. I ended up a misguided, misled, misspent man. And I did not know what to do with it. So the whole quest for enlightenment went out of my system. And suddenly one day out of nowhere, it hit me that why have I been searching for 49 years what everybody is after, the mother of all questions, the mother of all quests, as you put it, enlightenment. I found that there was no such thing as enlightenment. There's no such thing as a freedom. There is no such thing as self-realization. No such thing as God-realization. So that hit me so hard that the whole thing, that what everybody thought, felt, and experienced before me was flushed out of my system. What I was left with I had no way of knowing. Even today I cannot tell myself that I'm an enlightened man, I'm a free man, I'm a God-realized man, I'm this, that, or the other. And so there is no question of my trying to enlighten others and free others. Uh, we often ask this question, uh, is this all to life? I mean, just getting up in the morning, uh, going to work, getting married, having children, having your favorite god on your altar, and then one day dropping dead. There must be something more to life. Is this all? If, if that is all, and I would go to any extent to emphasize and overemphasize, that's all, and there is nothing else there. So it is the creation, the invention of enlightenment, which is the ultimate pleasure of Everybody is the one that has made our lives miserable. So otherwise, this is all. And so if that is all, life becomes meaningful and purposeful. Since we are looking for something, a meaningful and purposeful way of life, our lives have become miserable. So you don't realize that it is that that has created the misery for us. If that is all, what will you do? You may not accept that. What you are interested in, pleasure without pain. So you are interested in enlightenment, transformation, freedom from births and deaths. Because that is the ultimate pleasure for you. And it is that if you are lucky enough to attain, all your problems will be solved. It does not occur to you for one moment. It is that that has created the misery, and it is that that is responsible for the mess you find yourself in.
So your interest to find out a meaning of life, a purpose in life, is not going to succeed. At the heart of every relationship, man feels lonely. Usually, is there a way out of this terrible feeling of loneliness that seems to haunt us all, all the time? You have hit the nail on the head, and it is your only thing that you are stuck with is this loneliness. So you are interested in filling in that loneliness. So you have invented hundred different escapist activities and the demand to establish relationship with others is only there because you want to fill in this loneliness. And at the same time you do not realize that this relationship which you are talking about is built on the foundation of what you will get out of this relationship. If you don't get what you want out of relationship, you have the last card, the jack to play in the pack of cards, and you use this word called love. So when you can't get what you want, what you are left with is this misery. So you are bored. Everything you do to fill that boredom is taking you farther and farther away. So you are not interested in questioning why you are establishing these relationships with people. It's only to fill that loneliness. And if you don't get what you want out of this relationship, and don't forget that all relationships are built on the foundation of what do I get out of this relationship. If you don't get what you want, what you are left with is not the loving relationship, but hatred. And so I say, and very often say, without hesitation, that love and hate are kissing cousins. That's what you are stuck with. So, uh, where do we go from here? There is a dedication to pleasure, all that we are left with. I mean, a hedonistic way of life is what one should pursue. What's wrong with it? That's actually what you are interested in, the hedonistic way of life. And your search for truth, reality, God, enlightenment, transformation is the ultimate pleasure. So what everybody wants, whether you are here in India or in America or in Russia or anywhere in this world, what everybody wants, whether you are a movie director or a cab driver, the only thing he is interested in is to have pleasure without pain. Is it possible to have pleasure without it, pain? It is just not possible because this body is involved in attaining that goal to have pleasure without pain. So it is a very destructive thing to ask for pain. So. You, to have pleasure without pain is an impossibility and that's the battle that is going on there in you because the living organism is not interested in pleasure. It is not interested in happiness. It is not interested in having only happiness without one moment of unhappiness. It is not interested in having pleasure with one moment of pain. So that 
you are not going to succeed because it destroys the sensitivity of this living organism. It is not interested in your happiness. People very well uh, throw this question at me and ask me this question. Are you happy? Because you think that you achieve this goal of enlightenment or whatever you want to call it. You think that that will give you permanent happiness and permanent bliss. We have been sold on that kind of a thing. We have been fed with that kind of a bunk for centuries. That that will make it possible for you to have one without the other. You know that you have not succeeded so far, but you live in hope and die in hope to achieve this impossible thing of having one without the other. My answer to that question, are you happy, is I really do not know what happiness is, so I'm never unhappy. Usually organized religion seems to have collapsed all over the world and uh, one saw the um, mushrooming of uh, what you call small gurus sprang all over the world. For a time people thought that there would be an answer in what J. Krishnamurti had to offer to the world. Uh, but unfortunately with his death, uh, it seems that that movement is fading away uh, just for a few books which are still in print. Uh, it doesn't seem to have touched anything really. What is your uh, opinion on the role he played? What makes you think that the organized religion is dead? All the political systems, all the political ideologies offer to us as the panacea for the evils to which the world is a prey have failed and are failing. And that has created a tremendous vacuum and all those gurus who believe that they have the answers for man's problems are going to step in and exploit the situation. All sorts of cults will step in and tell the people that they have the answers for that. So we don't bother about the impact of any particular teacher in the recent times, like Jay Krishnamurti and others. It is impossible for anybody to say that they have the answers for the mankind's problems. The problems are changing all the time. So your answers are already dead. The belief that the tradition has the answer, whatever they mean by the word tradition, the tradition means only the unwillingness on the part of us all to accept the fact that everything is changing. And religion actually and factually has no answers for the mankind's problems. Yuji, it's uh, it very obvious to me that when I mentioned uh, J. Krishnamurti, uh, you ducked. Why? <laughs> I haven't ducked. There is a Latin expression, nil nisi bonum. You should not say anything about a man who is dead. Whatever he has done is there. Whether its impact is a real impact or not, it is for the world to decide. And may I give you a crude answer? 
which you may not like, why pip a dead horse? That is the reason why I restrain myself. But it is said that he had much to contribute to your life. Oh. In fact, uh, there is a uh, belief that uh, whatever happened to you is because of your association with uh, J. Krishnamurti. No, you see, you are not ready to accept my assertion that my visits to the holy men, like Ramana Maharshi, my encounter with J. Krishnamurti in my formative years, have not helped me at all. Despite all that, whatever happened to me has happened. I wonder why you don't want to accept the fact that my assertion that whatever happened to me has happened despite all that. But why you want to still believe that because of that, whatever I have come into is the result of my encounter with those people. You know the answer for that. You may not care for all that. You have left them all behind. But you have a tremendous investment in me and in what I am saying. So if you accept my answer that despite everything, that whatever happened has happened to me, you will lose me. So you don't want that to happen to you. That's why you keep asking the question, over and over again, and assert that my encounter with them all has resulted in whatever I have come into. All over the world, people are talking about psychobiology, uh, that whatever solution to man's problems are within the framework of the physical organism. Uh, desire, they say, is a hormone. Uh, alcoholism is uh, the genes. Hormones are responsible for all your desires. The whole ethical culture that we have built with a tremendous care is going to collapse. So you are not ready to accept that. As I see the problems of mankind, one very important question which we have to ask and get an answer if there is any answer, what kind of a human being we want in this world. For centuries, we have placed before them the model of all these spiritual teachers. And it is just not possible for everybody to fit into that mold and become Buddhas, Jesuses, Krishnamurtis, and the like. But I maintain, hmm, I may not have any way of pointing out with enough evidence, statistical evidence, the statement that I'm making that there is a neurological disorder in the human brain and that can be corrected only through a chemical process and we are not ready for that kind of a thing. So sadhana is out? Sadhana is out because the goal does not exist. But we are not ready to face that situation because there is this danger in handing over what they have discovered about the genes to the state, they will destroy everything. The state will control everything. So for that, we all have to be very cautious and emphasize that that is the only answer for our problems, human problems in the world today.
Finally, Yuji. Is there an oasis yonder? Or are we all stuck with a mirage? You are stuck with mirage. That's all that I can say. But that does not mean that you will stop looking for oasis. And you will go on and on and on. And in the end, you will be surprised, if you are lucky, to find that there is no oasis and you are stuck with the mirage.